0: The spin-off podcast network. At Z, we're all about moving with the times, and now it's time to be part of the climate change solution and move on from fossil fuels. As a company providing fuel to people all over the country, we also know we have a real opportunity to lead that change. We're committed to keeping our theatre moving by providing the right energy for everyone. We believe that innovation in fuel and how it's used can make a huge difference to our planet. Find out more at z.co.nz. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today.
1: Kia ora and welcome to First. My name's Jane Yee and each week I'll be talking to a different guest about some of their Firsts. We've got comedians, politicians, musicians, actors and more. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. This week, I'm talking to musician, Lady Six. What was the first band you were in?
0: My first band, if you can call it a band, was probably like a singing group with my sisters. My mum would, she kind of forced us to be a band. We would sing acapella songs. She would make us perform like at her friends' weddings and stuff like that, just like force us up there and we'd sing um, Cats Away numbers. Yeah, that was probably my first band. Did you guys have a name? No, just the Tamsi sisters, I suppose. Did you have dance moves? We did have dance moves. <laughs> we had dance moves. We would like sing at her um, work function. She'd have like, hooies on marae, and she'd get us up, and she'd be like, do that boogie-woogie number, and we'd have to get up, and we'd have little like side-to-side moves. There's like, old footage of me, I think I must be like seven or six, singing along with my older sisters. Did you
1: ever earn any coin from that band?
0: No, sadly no. No coin.
1: So what was the first dollar you made for music? Oh,
0: I remember that clearly, because that, um, that was the time when I decided that music, this music thing was definitely for me. I was in Sheila Rock, and I think it was like Bob Marley's birthday Waitangi gig in New Brighton. And uh, we got asked to play, and I think we did something like 10 minutes, like or, or maybe even less. We literally did like three songs. We only had three songs. Afterwards, we got given $300 like in cash and 20s. And I just remember being like flicking through that as a teenager and just being like, are you kidding? (laughs) Like I would have done that for free. I will do this forever, as long as I can. Awesome.
1: What was the first thing you wanted to be when you grew up?
0: The first thing I wanted to be was something glamorous like an air hostess. <laughs> I really thought in my mind as a young girl that being an air hostess was like super glamorous and I don't know if I got that from like a TV show or something like that. And then the second thing, and I think it was from like old TV, like watching episodes of, was it Gloss? The New Zealand show. Um, I wanted to be a lawyer. I thought that you'd have big hair and big jackets. I think it was the eighties and. And I might, might have been like seven or something and I thought when I grow up I'm going to either be an air hostess or a lawyer. The two glamorous things in life <laughs> to be. <laughs> and what was your first actual job? Uh, well my first actual paid job was for my dad. We did like the census in 1990 I think, I would have been 10. And he basically got me and my other little sister who was nine to go around and deliver census forms around our neighbourhood in Christchurch. And we did that for a week and it was really long days. Um but we got paid for it. Something like twenty bucks or something like that.
1: A lot of kids when they're doing paper runs will just like dump the papers make off with the money but did you deliver (laughs) all the census forms um no
0: he was kind of right there (laughs) he was kind of like right there and he was kind of like 10 for this like little street go and come back no I couldn't dump the papers I wanted to get a paper run but my parents were Samoan and very strict so there was no way I was getting a job unless dad was the one that was giving me the job at that age yeah
1: I can imagine it's pretty heavy as well carrying all those papers on your back
0: I bet I can't imagine I would hate to do that
1: (laughs) yeah little bodies and big bags who was your first musical hero my
0: first musical hero would be someone from my family, like my auntie Loy, I think probably, or my sister Sarah. She had like a really great voice. She used to, we used to stay up in our beds. Uh, we all shared a room at one stage during um, during our growing up for a really long time. And she used to play like Blue Moon. She's played on guitar, and we'd all do like four-part harmony. So I always wanted to kind of like grow up and be her.
1: Oh, that's awesome! Tell me about your first pet.
0: Our first pet was family dog. Um, Her name was Keppo. She was an old dog when we got her. She used to be owned by a farmer who I think was really mean to her, and uh, he was like this Pakeha farmer guy. And so, in our family, I think she associated like brown people with love and. Pākehā people with, like, fear, and so any time a Pākehā person would come and knock on our door, she would, like, go ballistic. She was a little German shepherd, and it was the only time that she, she yeah, she was racist. <laughs> she was a racist dog. Oh Yeah, I
1: miss that dog. I loved her. Tell me about the first time you left New Zealand.
0: First time I left New Zealand, I think, was to rebury my granddad in Samoa. It must have been, like, 95. And my whole family, I think my parents remortgaged their house to pay for all eight of us, six, my six brothers and sisters and my mum and dad, to go over to Samoa and take him from where he was in Greys Road in Christchurch back to his village. And it was a huge deal, and it was, like... a huge culture shock. I remember not being able to eat any of the food. It was my first trip to Samoa too. (laughs) And this family, a family like feast, and they came out with a banana leaf and served like what I honestly think is like a boiled crab on a leaf. And I remember just looking at my dad like, what the hell is this? What the hell is this? And um, I pretty much was like wrapped in a blanket and fed like cheese and bread like the whole entire time. I was I was a kid, so you know I just didn't I just didn't understand. And they had to move around the graves because in some where well, we bury our people on our land, like right outside the front of the house. So they had to move my auntie from one location to rebury her over to another location, so we could move my granddad in another location. And my auntie's got really old school, and they brought up all of her bones and washed them and started like taking her rings and and getting her bones and rubbing them against their arthritis and their elbows and stuff like saying in Samoan like heal me auntie and it was like wow it was a real shock a full-blown culture shock but it was that was my first outing out of New Zealand.
1: Are you more comfortable with Samoan food now?
0: 100% 100% Samoan was like my favourite place and I would eat a crab off a leaf any day now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Can you remember the first big fashion trend you followed?
0: Uh, Well, I mean, I do remember the first fashion trend that I was made to follow. My mum was a real fashionista. She was like very on trend and very hip. And um, she made us hammer pants uh, for a dance routine, which I remember really clearly. It was like, I think they were like island designs. Each side, remember the hammer pants like came right down in the crotch. One side was like neon orange and the other side was neon green. And we were like, the coolest thing out (laughs) ever. And she she hand sewed them herself with a whole group of friends like at our house. Yeah, hammer
1: pants. We called them poo catchers.
0: (laughs) Yeah, poo catchers, (laughs) yeah. Well, yeah.
1: What was the first meal you learnt to cook?
0: It was bad, but it was basically frying cornflakes with butter and then um, adding sugar on top. And then you put them like chips after they cooled down into a bread bag <laughs> and then you'd eat them at school.
1: <laughs> oh, God. We were so poor. Do you still make them?
0: <laughs> Don't still make them.
1: Are you going to? I might make them tonight.
0: <laughs> I think I'm <laughs> going to make them tonight, yep.
1: You've been listening to First, brought to you by the Spin-Off Podcast Network and Hexwork Productions. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you get new episodes as soon as they're released. And if you'd like to watch the video series of First, visit the Spin-Off TV on YouTube. First was made with the support of New Zealand On Air. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash getadvice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekewisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited, and of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns.
0: Kia ora e te iwi. He here, podcast manager at the spin off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our Mahi by signing up to become a spin off member at thespinoff.co.nz. donate. The Spin off Podcast Network.